friend, your story matters and needs to be told. Let us tell you why. I'm Ashley White, the host of Joy on the Journey podcast, a weekly podcast all about defining, finding, and maintaining joy on the journey of life. I'm so excited to have as our guest, Miss Vanessa Wade. Vanessa is the CEO of Connecting the Docs Public Relations Firm, which specializes in helping brands tap into their confidence, find their audience, and reach new heights. She's also a sick-of-sale warrior and advocate who has a zeal for life and a passion to encourage and inspire others by telling her story. I'm so excited to have Vanessa joining the podcast. Let's hop right on in. Hey, Good friend. Hey, girl. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here. So happy to I'm have really you. happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. So we begin every podcast mm -hmm. by asking guests to give their definition of joy. For me, I would say it's a deep sense of well-being and gratitude. Mm. It's just, it's deep. So it's, it's on par with happiness. But it's still there if your friends aren't around, if you drop your phone and something, you know, it, it's continuous. It's just a continuous flow of, of this amazing feeling. Have you always had this definition? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I, I believe as with everything in life. Okay. It just arrived. That's that's what I'm feeling. So I think it's the things that happen in life that leads us to joy. You know, maybe we had happiness. Maybe we had a deep appreciation. Maybe we weren't really at peace. But once life starts lifing, you can say, oh, I got some joy. It's not based on the circumstances or the job title for me because I was a chaser of job titles and it ain't about that anymore it's about the quality of work it's about the impact I make and again that that comes with time that comes with wisdom mm -hmm. so let's talk about that a little bit more when you were chasing mm -hmm. the title yes ma'am or chasing the chick mm -hmm. as, as the people say yeah was this early in your career yeah or, you know what? And I will say this. I'm one of those people that's a planner. And that can be good. Mm -hmm. And then there are moments when it's not as good. Because when you're a planner and something doesn't go according to your plan, mm -hmm. it can just throw you off. You're like, oh, my goodness. I can't believe that happened. Why me? And it's like, this could be a good detour. This could be a good situation, you know. But, yeah, I've, I'm that person. And so, for me, it was... By the time I'm this age, I need to be a director of communications. Mm -hmm. And then the, by the time I'm this age, I need to be the communications such and such regional director. I mean, it, it was it was a lot. Gotcha. It, it was a lot. Yeah. So how did you persevere in those times when 
your plan and reality weren't quite on the same page. Now that I think about it, I, I think it was just grace. People, good people being around me that are like, no, I mean, you go, you go be okay. It's okay not to be number one. But again, I think we have a society that's like, go hard or go home. And if you're number, if you're not number one, you're nothing. And so you tend to put that pressure on yourself. No one put that pressure on me, but Vanessa. And so I think just sometimes you, you're, you fall enough, you learn like, well, let me do something with these knees. Let me do something with these, you know, shoulders. Let me do something, you know, so that you won't keep injuring yourself. And I think that's what was happening to me because I was so fixated on what's next. I wasn't enjoying the present. Mm -hmm. So you are a storyteller. Mm -hmm, I am. You help brands tell their story. What was the story you were telling yourself when your plans weren't mm -hmm. quite adding up to the reality? Oh, that's deep. Um, sometimes you're not good enough. Mm -hmm. You're not as smart as you think you are. Mm -hmm. You're gifted, but maybe this person is a bit more gifted. You need to know better people. Like I was telling myself all of these different things. And while some of it may be true, it was like, where was it coming from? Mm -hmm. You know, because success can be anything. Success really can be raising your children mm -hmm. and they're healthy, happy, never go to jail, never had a problem with the police. You know, right. that's a success. But we feel, oh, no, my children have to become doctors and this and that in order to be a success. And so... I had a, I guess, a warped idea of success. I wonder, too, how important was your faith to your journey? Pretty big. Because for me, and I, I will tell you this, Ashley, I had a series of not so great jobs, okay. but they did build character. Like, I had one job where the person put their finger in my face Oh, yeah. So here's the quick story to that. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> we're talking about faith yes. and joy. And I remember working at a particular job and sometimes my boss was there. I was a communications associate mm -hmm. or assistant, something like that. And my first real major job. And so my boss would, you know, sometimes leave. But I'm like, hey, what's the proper way to talk to the media? What what are some things I can say when they call me so that I sound intelligent? And of course, I'll give you the message or if there's something I can do, I'll do it. And she looked at me and she said, I'm about to take a car right now. But get in here, sit down and shut up. And I was just like, oh, okay. And I was so shocked. Like, I didn't know in that moment that I should have gone to HR and had a conversation. But it was just the fact that I was like, I can't believe that I'm here. So I would say in that moment, I really had to, like, catch on to some faith because it was a place I, I no longer wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. And so I remember working, a, like, a temporary job 
and I would catch the, I would take the bus. Mm -hmm. And every day, Ashley, I promise you, I was fasting, I was praying, and I would write out the job I wanted. Here's what I'm going to do at my next job. I'm going to write press releases. I'm going to travel. I'm going to enjoy the people. I'm going to make this amount of money. So I get an interview at a place with, with all of that. And I have the interview. And, you know, when you tell people I have an interview, they're like, how'd it go? I'm like, it went great. I rocked it. That job is mine. I was truly, I truly believed it in my heart. Right. Because God, I've been fasting and praying. Mm -hmm. And I've been writing the vision and making it play. Right. And then it was like, we went with somebody else. I was like, okay. And I said, well, can you tell me why? Right. And she told me why. She said, oh, they just had a bit more technical experience. And I said, well, can we stay in contact in case another position becomes available? She was like, absolutely. Well, a month later, that position became available. And it was more money. And so... Not only did I get the job that I wanted, I got an increase in pay. Come on. So for me, it was like, that's faith in action, mm -hmm. you know? And so just knowing even when it's not ideal mm -hmm. and according to what I think I should have, that at some point, somehow things are going to get better. Mm -hmm. And so I still like, that was like, 15 years ago, probably at this point, but I still go back to that because I'm like, God, this doesn't feel abundant. This doesn't feel good. And it's like, well, hey, let's go back to such and such date of such and such year. Mm -hmm. Remember when yeah. I provided and, and it was more than I expected. So, yeah. There are so many lessons just in that story. Mm -hmm. Just from one, riding the bus, mm -hmm. being where you were, but still hoping for more. Yeah. Then be specific in your prayers. Mm -hmm. I want this. Mm -hmm. Going for the job, because so many times we want the more. Mm -hmm. We have the desire for the more, whether it's the more job, the more relationship, right, the more right. house. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But we don't actually go for it. Mm -hmm. We yeah. have all these things in our head, but we don't actually do the thing mm -hmm. in order to achieve it. Yeah. And then it's the place that you applied. You had the interview, but it's also the lesson in how you handled the initial rejection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So many of us get that first denial and then it's. Yeah. Yeah. They're lost. <laughs> Right. They don't know. Or we go, see, Lord, see, I prayed and look what happened. Yeah. You ain't come through for me. You come through for everybody else, Lord, but you don't come through. Yeah. And I, I don't know what it was. And maybe that was that joy we're, you know, we're talking about on the journey because I remember going like, okay, I, I really thought that job was mine. <laughs> like, and I, I think I said that. I was like, well, Lord, I really thought that was mine. And I left it at that. And then a month later, it was like, hey, Vanessa, are you still looking for a job? We would like to offer you this position. Oh, and we've increased the pay. Mm. Wow. So many nuggets mm -hmm. in that story. And I say that I will add this. Riding the bus, at least for me at that point, was not fun. Mm -hmm. You're catching the bus at five in the morning. Hear me. You're catching the bus at five in the morning to get there for eight o'clock. 
Okay. What? So that's a long time. Yes. To be, you're passing by these buildings, you're passing by these cars, and you're like, I just really wish, mm-hmm. fill in the blank. And for me, I'm like, either I can sit here. Three hours is a long time. It's like, either I can sit here and be upset. But you go into a job. Mm-hmm. So either I can sit here and be upset or I can be constructive during this time. And mm-hmm. so I would get up and be like, let me go catch the bus. And get on the bus. A lot of random stuff happens on the city bus. <laughs> You know, because I wasn't taking, like, ride share. Right. I'm taking the city bus. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, you know what, Lord? I got to write this out. Mm -hmm. And everything I wrote out, God provided. And more. And more. It's the more for me. Mm -hmm. And more. I love, too, the lesson in the maximizing the time on the bus. Mm Mm-hmm. Because how often I think about this is you just you already blessed me. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. if she not already on your block in your neighborhood, you know, she probably in your house, too, Mm -hmm. because she's she she's stumping on my, you know, on my nerves is that opportunity of time Mm -hmm. and what you do with it. I was telling somebody earlier, you know, TikTok, it's beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. How you, you get to scrolling on it. You say, oh, I'll just spend yeah. 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, at 15 becomes 30, 30 yeah. becomes an hour. And that time can be used mm-hmm. so much more constructively. Mm-hmm. But you lost it. Because you weren't thinking. Right. And then you're then you're rushed mm-hmm. and you're mad. Mm-hmm. But you the one you may been on, on there for two hours. Because that happens to me. And so uh, what I did with that, since we're talking about time, I began to set timers on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, you've been scrolling and it will cut off. And I cannot use the app. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess that means I need to. Do whatever it is mm-hmm. I said I was going to do. I so, yeah. So, I do have a question. Um, as a PR expert. Thank you. And a social media expert. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that comparison is the thief of joy? Absolutely. With the capital, absolutely. <laughs> I I do believe there's a healthy comparison, just like I feel that um, jealousy can be healthy. I know most people like, oh, no, it's not. But I think there's there can be a healthy, a healthy way Mm -hmm. to um, maneuver through those things. I definitely think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we we look at other people and how did they get there? And some people have all the big breaks and. And before we know it, we're way over here when we should be here. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what are you doing to um, be better? Mm -hmm. So I will share this with everyone because I believe in being transparent. Like, I'm not helping anybody if I'm being fake. 
So in my life, I've met a lot of incredible people. And some of those people I've compared myself to. I'm like, oh, they, whatever, it could be, they're taller. Their hair is longer. They make more money. They get all the guys. I don't know. What, whatever it is, we all have that something. And then I said, huh, instead of comparing yourself or feeling jealous, why not invite them to lunch? Tell them that you admire, because that's what it is. You really admire something about the person. It's something in them mm -hmm. that makes you feel insecure. Right. It's their go-getter mentality. It's the way they get up and command a room. Mm -hmm. It's how they're able to dress and come across this professional and this and that. And you would not believe the amount of people that are like, but I admire you. Mm -hmm. And here I am like, but why? Right. <laughs> you know? about the right for this way you know but they're like oh you're amazing too and you're this and you're that and for me it's helped because again it doesn't help me to sit here and be um and compare myself and not be productive right if I'm gonna compare myself to you then I need to get to work mm -hmm. so what books do I need to read what classes mm -hmm. do I need to take what awards do I need to apply for what events should I attend and again, I've used it in a better way that's a bit more productive mm -hmm. than most. So I don't mind being transparent about that because I think we all do that. Oh, they're, they're so well-dressed and they're so this and they're mm -hmm. so, it's like, we'll befriend them. And you're not befriending them Correct. to to steal or be mm -hmm. ugly or malicious, but you're like, I want to be around somebody that's doing better than I am. Yeah. And I think there there's a saying that says if you're the smartest person in the room, then you need to be in mm -hmm. the room. Yeah. And I just believe that as women or just as people, we need to be natural, natural encouragers. Mm -hmm. If you see someone and I I love that about black women. Mm -hmm. If we see somebody that's just, oh girl, mm -hmm. we'd be like, all right, lashes. Yes. All right, Hal. I love that yeah. about black women. Mm -hmm. We have a natural build each other up. But I, what I love about that tip is it's being intentional. Mm -hmm. It's seeing someone and being intentional about what it is that you admire mm -hmm. and uh, telling that person. That's, that's risky because mm -hmm. you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. For a potential rejection, mm -hmm. but if you don't say anything, mm -hmm. never know what's on the other side of that. Right, right. And I, I, I believe that's one of the reasons I'm so open mm -hmm. is because that's what I needed. You know, when I started my business, I would call people, can we meet up? Can we talk? I'm like, no, because mm -hmm. they wanted to protect what they created. Mm -hmm. And I, I get it. I understand. But for me, mm -hmm. I'm like, I need to become the person that I didn't have. And I think that's what a lot of us do as an adults. As adults, we take on those characteristics and say, who did I need as a teenager? Yeah. Who did I need as a kid? Who did I need as a woman in my 20s? You become that person. I get it. I absolutely get it. Now, I do want to shift um, a bit. We've talked a lot about your career, mm -hmm. but another aspect of you is you are a sickle cell warrior. I am, yeah. Not many people can say that they have fought mm -hmm. for their life. Yeah. 
tell me about what you have learned about yourself, about your faith. Mm. Oh my gosh. Um, what have I learned about myself is that Vanessa can kick butt with the best of them. Mm. Like, I am probably the strongest person I know. Mm. Um, and then with faith is thank God for not giving me everything I've prayed for. And I say that because I went through a season of life where I was recovering from a serious, you know, hospital stay and it was horrible. And we can go through that. But I and then I went through um, a terrible breakup during that season. And, and it was just like a lot. I was like, God, you really landed on thick. And I remember saying to myself, like, Ashley, I was so just out of it and depressed and defeated that I was like, I don't want to wake up in the morning. And then I woke up and I got mad because I was like, I thought I said I don't want to wake up. Are we not listening? <laughs> I was like, you're not doing anything right, God. That's how I truly felt. So I'm thankful that he was like, she just needs to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow is another day. Just a moment. And she'll be okay. Like, I'm so glad he wasn't like, oh, you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay, then. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. Yeah, because... You know, I'm, I was I was having a moment, having a fit. Yeah. Um. And so I've I've learned that God can sustain us, mm -hmm. even when we don't know why He's sustaining us. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Sickle cell um affects the African American community in much larger. Mm -hmm. Um much larger than it does any other races. Mm -hmm. Right. And so there is a great percentage, higher great percentage that there are some people that are fighting mm -hmm. the cell yeah. right now. Yeah. If you could say to our audience mm -hmm. anything or anything that was shared with you when you were fighting. Keep fighting. You know, I believe what also helps is if you get someone to fight with you. Mm -hmm. And that can look different to everybody. Mm -hmm. So fighting with me could be praying for me, like like a for real prayer, not like God touch Vanessa. Amen. No, I'm talking about let's push out some tears. <laughs> let's have some Bible verses, mm -hmm. you know, because when we're fighting, yeah. You want somebody to help you. If Absolutely. if you if we walk in that parking lot and somebody jumped you, I'm a fight. I'm not gonna be like, someone help Ashley. Oh, I'ma do I'ma do something. I'ma throw a water bottle. I'ma try to get a kick in. I may even get in my car and try to run them over. All right now. Like <laughs> cause I got you. Thank you. But you know, it's because I got to help you fight because clearly you're not in a position to help yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of times when people have diseases or just situations, we go, oh, they really go with you. Mm -hmm. But do we ever stop to say, how can I be a blessing to you? How can I help you? How can I nurture you? What do you need? Mm -hmm. You know, the other week um, I was talking to a friend of mine and I've been praying for maybe I should say what do you need? How how can I pray for you? Because I may be praying about your job when you really need a prayer about your kids. Mm. 
and we do that. We be like, well, this is what I think Ashley needs, Lord. And it's like, that's not what she needs right now. She needs something different. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I say get people um, that can fight with you. Mm -hmm. And so for me, part of that is I have a chiropractor that I go to every month. Um, I have a really good hematologist that just retired and it made me so sad. Okay. You know, I have a fitness instructor and I realize everybody I come from, I'm saying that from a place of privilege, mm -hmm. but I also realize we all need someone to advocate for us. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not able to speak up, then I need Ashley right. to come out and speak on my behalf. And it's so funny because I'm that person for other people. People call me to be like, my niece is in the hospital. I'm like, what hospital? What medicine did they, like, I'm already on a 10 <laughs> before I even get there. Cause it's like, I want to protect you. Right. Like, I know what it's like to have a life or death right. situation. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, when you being airlifted from one hospital to another and, right. and it registers, that's how that all happened. I had a crisis and I kept telling the doctor this just feels like something else he was like I'm the doctor I know what I'm doing and I was like this this just feels different this this just doesn't feel like a regular crisis turns out not only was I having a crisis but I also had walking pneumonia oh and so I'm constantly telling him and I was like this is too much medication and he's like I'm the doctor so I took the medication mm -hmm. passed out and woke up and they were airlifting me to John Hopkins Hospital, oh like just that quick. And even with that, I remember the nurse saying, she's not herself, something's different. She said, because even when I walk in here, usually she speaks to me. She was like, but she seems just really dazed. And she would try to talk to me and I'm like, what? And I remember a friend was there with me uh, and we had just met. Talk about a person meeting you on the worst day right. of your life. And um, she was there. Like, she was my sister's friend. And my mm -hmm. sister's like, I got to get to the hospital to see my sister. She's like, I'll go. And then you come on, you know. Mm -hmm. So she met me on the worst day of my life. <laughs> she literally met me on the worst day of my life. Um, and she's a really good friend. But again, the reason I shared that probably longer than needed story is because we all need someone to fight for us. Like in that moment, I couldn't fight for myself right. because heck I've passed out. Mm -hmm. And when I came to, it was just all these tubes. My sister had made it and she was crying. Uh, one of the preachers at our church was like, pray. He was like, your sister doesn't need your tears. She needs your prayers. And I, I was like, did I have surgery? Am I okay? And nobody was talking to me. Mm. And I was like, where am I going? <laughs> and I was like, and I'm hungry and I'm this. And, and they said, it's not, I just remember them saying, it's not enough time. It's not enough time. We got to hurry up and get her there. And it wasn't until like we're in the air mm -hmm. that I'm like, I'm being life flighted. Wow. Like it didn't even register. I was like, this must be, Seriously. you know, and I remember saying to uh, one of the paramedics, I was like, am I going to be okay? Mm. And he just grabbed my hand. Like, I guess he didn't, you know, he's like, I ain't going, you know, I don't know what to say, but I just remember saying, am I going to be okay? 
And so to be in that situation till now, mm-hmm. I really thank God for it. Just And so, again, it kind of goes back to your question about encouraging other people. So maybe it's not sickle cell, but maybe it's just a lot of mental anguish. Maybe it's the loss of someone they love. It's like fight and then get people to fight for you. That's what tag teams are for. Yeah. I'm getting my butt whoop. You get in the ring while I catch my breath. Mm-hmm. And then we go win this. Absolutely. I mean, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your transparency. And thank you for your fight. Oh, you're welcome. Absolutely. But it's because we have to, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I've, I've had a very different life than my peers, like completely different. Um, but I watched my dad fight because my father had sickle cell. And so he was probably had more rough days than good days, you know, and I I remember that as a child. And so I'm like, you just have a fight in you of I'm not going to let this take me down. And then my oldest sister has sickle cell and she's had a slew of of situations and you're just like, this ain't going to take me down, Mm -hmm. you know, and it, and it's not, it's coming from a place of authority. Like, Nah, you know, because you look at other people and and you start to wonder, is that going to be your fate? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think a lot of people feel that way. They're like, well, if this person was on drugs and then this person was on drugs, then I'll probably be on drugs. Mm -hmm. And it it doesn't always play out that way. Wow. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. I am just, I have always, I've shared this with you privately and I have to share it with you publicly. You have a zeal for life. Thank you. Just your social media presence is one thing, but when you see her in person, Mm -hmm. there is never a moment she is not smiling. There is never a moment she is not joyful. There Mm -hmm. is never a moment, especially church, that she is not worshiping. Mm -hmm. And if you ask her to pray, (laughs) there's never a moment that she will not stop and go, you want me to pray? Absolutely. She believes. Right. She believes that the Lord hears her and will answer Mm -hmm. her. I have to ask you, how has, in a world of public relations. Mm-hmm. Sometimes faith is not necessarily um, appreciated. Right, right. Do you find conflict in that area? Mm. And the ability to bring your full self in that arena? That's an excellent question. Um, I think when I first started, yes, because you don't know how much is too much? And I'm not saying I'm walking in like, bless that wonderful name of Jesus. <laughs> you know, it's a meetings with a tambourine. I'm not doing that. But sometimes you just, even if you're giving examples, it's like, is that an example I should use? Because I don't know how it will be received. Or uh, do I pray over my food before I eat it? You know, just... All these little things, because nobody else is praying but you. Right. Everybody else finished, and you're like, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but it's gotten easier and I've learned what it looks like. So it's not always, I have the faith that can move mountains. It's just sometimes showing up and how we encourage people, how we speak. I'm sure you've had the experience where someone says, Ashley, it's just something about you. Then I'm like, I see God all over you, my sister. <laughs> you know, they're not doing it. They're just like, mm-hmm. it's something about you. Yeah. And maybe they're not a Christian or maybe they are, but they see it's yeah. just, you know. So for me, it's it it became less about showing, showing it mm, being. versus being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That's beautiful. It's beautiful, especially Pastor Cosby says often be the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be. Yeah. Because often so many people will never enter the church. Right. And it's the only interaction they have with a Christian, a representative of Christ is mm-hmm. you and I. Yeah. And we should do our best every day. That's right. Go up and represent Christ well. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. very every day I leave the house. Okay, Lord. Help me represent you well. Right, right. I'm the best. But uh, help me <laughs> right. represent you well. Right. And, and to know that he can mm-hmm. and that we're human. Yeah. So because we're on this earth, this person that cuts us off in traffic, they will make us mad. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to cuss at them. I don't have to follow them, you know, yeah. where they're going. I can just go, okay, thank you, Lord. Yes, absolutely. You know, and and actually be, you know, be the light, be the change, be be the voice of reason. And I have a lot of people that tell me, like, it's just something about you. And I'm like, it's the Holy Ghost. You know, I just, (laughs) I just feel I don't have to do that because you see it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for being exactly who God created you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all, I am full, absolutely full. This interview has taken so many ranges that while I, I thought we would go, um, my, my soul is well because mm-hmm. we went there. I want to ask as we kind of wrap up mm-hmm. the interview, what's next for you as you pray and prepare for the next phase of your spiritual, your physical, your, Mm -hmm. your career journey. Would you dare to share your hope for yourself Mm -hmm. for connecting the dots? You didn't even talk about how you came up with that. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) We'll circle around to it. Yeah. Yeah. Over the next five to 10 years. Um, I don't know what it looks like and i say that because it kind of goes back to at the beginning where i'm like this 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 and not leaving very much room for god to be god and show up and do something different and amazing this is the year of amazing right and so i'm like i want an amazing life meaning i want amazing health you know i want an amazing family I want to be able to give to amazing organizations, you know, so I do have goals as far as like, oh, I would like to do this and do that. But I, I just really want it to be amazing. I'm not so concerned even now on if those amazing things are going to happen as connect the dots 
or if they're going to happen as, hey, Vanessa now works at CBS News. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, I just have the faith to believe it's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. It's going to be amazing. I agree. We stand in agreement that God is going to do, has done, Mm -hmm. to do amazing thing thank you let the people know where they can contact you if they want to share how you have personally Mm -hmm. um, touched you uh, how you have personally touched them Mm -hmm. because of what you shared today can reach out to me on social media so vanessa wade v-a-n-n-e-s-s-a wade that's me on linkedin that's me on facebook so those are kind of the places i hang out the most uh, so they can find me there. Please be sure to put your favorite quotable in the comment section. We will be reading every single comment. Um, and let me know uh, what you take, what you took away. I know I have taken away so, so much. Um, probably more than I will be able to comment in the in the in the spaces that are available. But till we are able to gather again, and again, every Thursday, may God increase your joy, give you strength for the journey, and give you the courage to tell your story. Bye, friends.